Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy thanks to amazing odor control. Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code WELCOME. Well, hello, 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 Atlanta sports fans, and welcome to this number 55, the 55th episode of Believe in Atlanta Sports. I am your host, Mr. Robert Taylor, and we're going live right now because we've got news. we got big news. The Atlanta Falcons have their man, and it's a man we all know. He's been here before, but today it was announced late this afternoon that the Atlanta Falcons hired none other than Raheem Morris as their new head coach. And if you remember, Raheem was on the staff here in the Dan Quinn days. He's a uh, very, very good coach. He's, uh, you know, uh, he was here before. He was the interim when Quinn got ousted. And by the way, the Falcons went 4-2. and 12 that year, I believe. And those four wins were from Raheem. Now there's a lot of chatter out there. A lot of chatter. A lot of people are unhappy about the hire. And look, this is all I have to say about that. If you are unhappy about this hire, if you're just ranting incessantly, whining, crying incessantly, please. And I don't say this to be mean. I don't say this. I just, as a matter of fact, leave. Get off the wagon. Get out of the fan base. Where's the positivity? Where's the love? And and people are already pointing to his record as a head coach. Well, by the way, he did 11 games here, I believe, and went four and seven. He was just managing a terrible situation then. He was cleaning up a mess. Dan Quinn uh, had seemingly lost the locker room. He He started out the season winless. Raheem got tapped. He took over. I don't know why he wasn't given the head coach position after the season was over. I'm sure he interviewed for it. But they liked Arthur Smith, so they went with Arthur. But the one thing that you can't – it doesn't hold water when you talk about his head coaching record because the only head coaching experience he has is when he was 32 and he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can't – that's 15 years ago, guys. The man is 47 years old now, and I would like to think he has picked up some new tricks, some tools, some coaching experience. He's surely matured. He is in no way, shape, or form the same man he is today at 47 than he was at 32. And I don't even think the situation he was in in Tampa Bay at that time was a good situation to be in. And, you know, how many, how many young coaches in the history of the NFL have you seen? Not very many. Sean McVay was one, and there's been some other younger hires. But at 32, to be the head coach of an NFL franchise, Morris himself may even say he wasn't ready. I think he did take one of those teams to 10 and 6. But the question we're asking is this. Will he be successful? 
That depends on a lot of things. Can he be successful is, the I think, the question we should be asking. And I think it's yes. Now, if you listen to everyone uh, that's been on Twitter tonight, ESPN, everywhere else, it, it is very dependent upon who he hires for his staff. That's going to be a big one. Who's going to be the D.C.? I don't know. We'll start to hear some candidates' names come out. Can he can he steal somebody from another franchise? Maybe so. Maybe there are people that would like to come and, and coach in Atlanta with him. I don't know. What I can tell you is this. He is very well respected. He is very well loved in the NFL community. He's very passionate about football. He loves it. He loves being with his guys. And let me tell you, if you think Raheem Morris is not a good coach, that's your opinion and it stinks. I will go I will go off the word of other NFL head coaches and staff over you any day. He's very well respected, very well liked. He's a players coach. Players love playing for him. And let me tell you this. It's not very often you hear this in the news. But Les Snead, the GM of the Los Angeles Rams, he was lobbying for Raheem to get a head coaching job. And I don't know if you know Les Snead. I don't know Les Snead, but I, I you know, I, I watch and follow football enough to know that he just doesn't come out and, and, and give praise to people. He just doesn't say things to get a headline. He doesn't just say something to say something. For him to, to advocate for Raheem to get a head coaching job, that's pretty big. Sean McVay even advocated for him to get a head coaching job and said it was long overdue that he get a second chance. And hey, Atlanta fans, everybody deserves second chances, right? We've all gotten second chances, some of us either third, fourth, and fifth chances. So to just condemn him and say this was a bad hire. Why are we going back to him? That's, that's a, I don't know. That's just a very negative attitude to have coming into this situation. Because listen, put the shoe on the other foot. What if you got hired for a new job? Do, do, do you want somebody, your coworker, looking up something you did 15 years ago and busting your balls over it? I don't think so. 15 years ago, he was in a head coaching situation. And yeah, wasn't all that successful. He was let go, but he's been a very successful defensive coordinator. He's coached on both sides of the ball. I saw people on Twitter tonight saying he's just a defensive guy. Why'd we get another defensive guy? He has coached on both sides of the ball. And as long as he brings in the right people, which who are the right people? None of us know. It's all opinions. It's all speculation. None of us can say what will work and what won't work. But what I can tell you is this is, He's in a much better situation than he was when he took over for Dan Quinn. He's familiar with the organization. Arthur likes him. And from what I've heard, he impressed the shit out of everyone. He really just blew him away. So what I'm thinking, what did they talk about? They probably talked about his, you know, what he wants to do with the offense, what he wants to do with the defense. I'm sure they've already discussed who they would like to bring in as, uh, as staff. I'm sure they discussed, hey, Raheem, who would you like at quarterback? Who do you think would work? You know, what kind of scheme you're going to run? What kind of offense you're going to run? You know, what kind of defense? I'm sure they went over all those questions and they aligned. And everybody wondered, why didn't we get Belichick? He's the GOAT. He's the greatest coach of all time. Well, first of all, Bill Belichick's 71 years old. 71. Nick Saban's 72. He said one reason he was stepping away from Alabama is he just didn't have the gas anymore. Not to mention, did Bill Belichick fit in with the culture here? Probably not. And there weren't a lot of other teams chomping at the bit to hire Belichick. Don't be surprised if he's not coaching this year. I think he's probably, you're probably going to see him in a suit and tie on Fox or ESPN. That's what I think. 
Nobody was lined up out the door to get Bill Belichick in here. Raheem Morris is 47 years old. He's still young. He's fiery. Even the players have come out and said they're pretty excited about him coming in and being in this role. Now, who is going to be our offensive coordinator? The only name that I've heard so far is a young man by the name of, I believe it's Zach Robinson, and he's the quarterback's coach and the passing game coordinator for the Rams. Man, you know, uh, the Rams have been pretty good with their passing game. You know, they got a great quarterback. Now, who's going to be our quarterback? A lot of people want Justin Fields. I don't think Justin Fields belongs here. I think he's uh, I think he's this generation's Cam Newton. Cam Newton has even said he wants to make a comeback, and the only place he would do it was Atlanta. Please, God, no. Don't want that cancer in our in our locker room. He's a diva. He's a baby. So, Fields, I think he's very flippant. I think he is egotistical. And if any of you followed him or have followed his career, after his first game in the NFL, he said it wasn't that fast. He, he didn't show a lot of respect for the game and, and seemingly talked like he'd already had it figured out. He has not been successful in Chicago. Now, Chicago's not a very good football team. I just don't think it's the pick for us. Everybody's uh, high on Jaden Daniels. I don't know. Russell Wilson could be an option, but Russell Money is a kind of a problem there. I still like Kirk Cousins. Now, I know he's got the Achilles injury, but he's only 36. And I said this the other night, 36 is not the 36 that it used to be, especially in the NFL. He's a good, he's a good quarterback. Low-key, Kirk Cousins has put together a very, very respectable career in the NFL. I would like to maybe see him come in, then they draft their guy. I don't know who that guy is. We just have to trust the Falcons and Terry Fontenot to get it right. And it's hard to get it right. You can take all the Wonderlick tests and do all the combine stuff in the world, but who knows? Look at Brock Purdy. I think he was the 262nd pick in the NFL draft, and he's squaring off against number one Jared Goff and the Lions for the NFC title. And I believe if the Lions win, that's their first Super Bowl. So you just don't know. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was not a high draft pick. I think he was taken in the sixth or seventh round. So you just never can tell and it seems like at the quarterback position these days coming out, it's a lot harder to, to get it right. I don't think there's a lot of, uh, you know, sure things in the NFL uh, and coming out of college. So, you know, that's, that's going to hinge. He's got to get the quarterback because, hey, we've got the offensive talent. You're damn right we've got the offensive talent. We've got two bell cow running backs. We've got some wide receivers. You know, it just makes me wonder what we're going to do with that eight pick. Because if you can get a good quarterback, he's got the tools to succeed on offense. We just got to make sure it's the right guy. And who that guy is, it remains to be seen, and I don't know. It, it, it was just, to me, uh, the biggest thing for me was how quickly it happened. It, it was really like it was seemed like it was going to be this long, drawn-out process of who's going to be the head coach, and then everybody, ESPN, Fox, Bleacher Report, The Athletic, you name them, they were all really heavy, and I even I was heavy. People were asking me, who do you think is going to be the coach? I was like, I think it's going to be Belichick. I really think it's going to be him. Turns out it wasn't. This happened really fast. So I don't know if maybe Belichick bowed out um, because he wasn't going to have the type of control that he wanted. We all know there was friction between him and Rich McKay. Now, to my other point, speaking of Rich McKay, a lot of Falcons fans were on Twitter tonight going crazy saying, oh, they just wanted a yes man. They just wanted a puppet. You know, Rich and, Rich and Arthur are still going to be in charge. Well, it's already been announced. Rich McKay is out of football operations. 
he's the head of like i think it's called like amb or some you know whatever whatever conglomerate mercedes benz stadium is like he's he's the president of that and we have another guy and i can't remember his name but he's the president of day-to-day operations as it pertains to the atlanta falcons so it sure seems like that terry and raheem are going to be able to get together and build their team and i'm glad for that i'm glad i don't think raheem would have been successful if rich mckay was sticking his beak in I don't think I know I've never agreed with bringing a a coach in and saying, hey, we're going to give you a team now go win with it. I think he's got to have some say and I think he will have some say. And look, you don't have to like the pick. But if you're going to call yourself an Atlanta Falcons fan, you got to support the pick. You got to support the hire. If you're already you're already digging his grave. It's, It's it's January. He hasn't even hired his first staffer. Maybe he has tonight and it's going to be reported, but give the man a chance. You gave Arthur Smith a chance. You gave Dan Quinn a chance. You gave Mike Smith a chance. And I get it. The history of Atlanta Falcons football is very frustrating. We have blown some draft picks, boy, brother. Let me tell you, we have blown some draft picks. We have made some suspect coaching hires. This I don't think is one of them. I think he's ready. I think he's primed to go. I think he loves Atlanta. And I think he's really motivated to get back to winning football. And I think that's us as fans. We have to set, not set the bar low, but not set our expectations like, oh, we've got to win the NFC and go to a Super Bowl. I think, honestly, we just have to finish the season with a winning record. And I think Morris can do that. I 100% have faith that he can do that. I think he can do that for us. I think he will do that for us because, again, he's coming into a pretty good situation. We've got offensive talent. It seems like that offensive line is starting to gel and, and get better. That was a problem. Now, what we need is a really good defensive end or linebacker, that edge rusher, that guy that's got that high motor guy that can get after the quarterback. Now, the question was asked earlier, and, and I even asked it on Twitter at number eight, do you go Dallas Turner, linebacker from Alabama? He's long, he's fast, he's got, you know, he's got that reach. Uh, but I don't know, um, because part of me, and don't kill me for it, but part of me would like to see Brock Bowers in a Falcons uniform because he's a guy, he's a selfless player. He's a game breaker, but he's also selfish. It's not about touches for him and catches. It's about, did we win the game? Forget what I did. Did we win the game? If you never watched him at Georgia, that guy, there were some games, all he did was block. He just made room for people and opened up holes for people. And he had one, maybe two touches, sometimes none at all. And again, if you bring him in, maybe you put him at the tight end position and you get put pits in the slot. Then you got Drake London. And let's talk about Algiers and Bijan Robinson. I mean, the tools are there to win quickly. The only thing I'm worried about is the defense. You know, Nielsen does get out of town. He goes to Jacksonville. But that Falcons defense was better than L.A.'s defense this year, better than Raheem's defense out there in L.A. And they went a lot further than we did. I think the Rams beat them out in one one defensive category, but that doesn't mean we're going to be bad. Uh, players, like I said, Raheem is a player's coach. They love playing for him. So I, I think, you know, because he knows how it's done in Atlanta, he knows the culture here, I, I, I think it, we just kind of pick up, and I think we're successful very quickly. But next year, you know, what are my, what are my expectations? 10 and 7, 11 and 6, just to improve in year one. Now, hey, we don't know. Again, it's all opinions. It's all opinions. 
he could come out like a house of fire. They could go get a Kirk Cousins or a Russell Wilson or, or, or who knows? You know, maybe maybe they do get a Jaden Daniels and he turns out to be the next C.J. Stroud who had that remarkable year with D'Amico Ryans and, and Slowick out in, out in Houston. Maybe so. We just have to wait, Falcons fans. We have to be patient. Give the man a chance. I know a lot of you were grumbling about we should have locked Harbaugh up after the national championship. That just tells me you don't follow football closely enough. Because they've been talking about Harbaugh to the Chargers since before the college football season last year. Before it started, they were talking about Harbaugh to San Diego. He's from California. Not not that that had a lot to do with it. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But maybe he just wanted to be down in San Diego where the street tacos are great and the fishing's nice and the weather's good. Guy's been living in Michigan. You know, the, the winters there are miserable. So again... Harbaugh was never, 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 ever coming to Atlanta. The only reason I can think of that he wasted his time in the Falcons' time with an interview was to leverage himself with the Chargers, to maybe go back to the Chargers and say, well, hey, I know you want me here, but the Falcons are going to do this. They're going to give me the control that I want. And we'll never know, because guess what? We're not on the inside. We So it's all speculation. But the, the biggest thing I, I just want to point out, and I'm not going to yell at you, I'm not going to yell at you, uh, Falcons fans, but I'm so tired of this fair-weather shit when you just whine and piss and moan and complain about everything. You don't, you don't respect the organization, if you ask me. You don't respect Arthur as an owner. You don't respect Terry as a GM. I get it. You wanted McKay to not have that much of an involvement. Well, guess what? You got your wish. It's already been said tonight, officially, by the Falcons. Rich McKay will not be involved in football operations. So what else do you have to cry about? Because listen, I tell people all the time, and again, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to cause drama. But if you really think you can do better, if you really think you know better than the Atlanta Falcons and their organization, then go online and submit your resume. Get a job with the Falcons and, and get hired up. And you make the decision. But you, you probably would not do well because, hey, guess what? If you were going to be in the NFL, you'd be in the NFL, just like me. You know, the only thing I can tell you is I don't really care for Atlanta Sports Radio or a lot of their hosts. So I threw my hat in the ring and here I am on YouTube and two people are watching. So thank you for watching, whoever you are. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your neighbors' friends and your friends' neighbors. This is Believe in Atlanta Sports. Uh, we are a part of the Believe Podcast Network, but now they're, man, they're everywhere. Stadium TV, Sirius XM. They're all over the place. They're a company out of Los Angeles, California. They've grown so much. I started out with them doing a All Falcons uh, podcast a few years ago called Falcons Flight that is now defunct. But if you're an Atlanta sports fan, I uh, co-hosted that with Brian Giffen, uh, more famously known as Grandma Giffen, uh, from the Atlanta Braves radio producer. So again, I'm just going to tell you guys, if, if you're this upset about it, just stop watching. Because for me, this is supposed to be fun for us. This is supposed to be stress relief for us. We're not so, I mean, it doesn't have to be this stressful. You guys just get so wound up about every little move the Falcons make. And why don't you just sit back and watch it happen? Because here's what I'll tell you right now. If you're already crucifying the Atlanta Falcons and Raheem Morris, you don't get to celebrate if he's good. What if he starts to win? What if he wins immediately? What if the Falcons get deep into the playoffs next year? You don't get to enjoy that. And I've said this before. Every team gets down. 
God knows the Falcons have, you know. Hey, if you would have told me when I was a kid growing up in Atlanta that I'd see the Falcons play in two Super Bowls, I'd have told you you were crazy. I'd have said there is no way the Atlanta Falcons will ever get to a Super Bowl because we had bad ownership. Man, the Smith family were terrible. They were terrible, terrible owners. God, and Ben, it was nice when Arthur bought the team. But so, you know, look at the Detroit Lions. Think about being a Lions fan. They're just about to go to their first Super Bowl if they can get over the 49ers uh, this weekend. Their first one in the history of the franchise. We've seen two. So, you know, hang your hat on that. And and just let it ride, man. Just ride with the team. Because to me, that's that's how it goes down. You ride with your team. You die with your team. High, low, thin or flush. No matter what, you're there. Because when you make it through the bad times and you start to see that arc and you go up again, that's what makes it worth it. Look at the Atlanta Braves. We struggled through bad baseball all through the 70s. They they had some bright spots in the early 80s. I think 82 and 83, they went back-to-back and won the pennant. And Murphy won uh, back-to-back MVPs. Pretty sure Joe Torre was our manager then. Probably should have held on to that guy. <laughs> but, hey, we got Bobby Cox. But, yeah, you know, we've seen the Braves win two World Series. But before they got good, and was it the worst the first year was 91. They were pretty bad. A pretty bad baseball team. They went on an amazing stretch, won 14 division titles. We only got the one World Series in 95. But we got to see them go to the World Series a lot. I think we went to five. And now, here we got Snit. He's, he's doing a fantastic job. But all those down years made 21 when they won that World Series against Houston. How sweet was it? If you're a Georgia fan, look at how sweet it was to just almost be there. To have those great Georgia teams that were so good under Mark Rick, one loss, two loss teams playing in big bowl games, but just barely missing the national title. How amazing was it to have Kirby come in and go back to back? It made it, it made all the frustration, everything else worth it. That's what I'm telling you here. It's going to be worth it. And, And again, nobody knows. I think he has the desire to really come in and and just be successful right off the rip. I, I really believe that because the guy's a good football coach. And guess what? He's had 15 years in between head coaching jobs to learn a little something about football, to learn a little something about leadership. So you shouldn't be all that upset with the hire just because you didn't get your guy. And, you know, hey, I didn't get my guy either. I, I kind of liked uh, McDonald out of Baltimore, that their defensive coordinator. But I'll take it because you know why? Because I'm a Falcons fan. I support the team. I've been here my whole life. I mean, I've moved away and lived elsewhere, but I was born here. I've been back like 12 years now. And you know what? As a fan, hey, this is what we're doing. Get in the car and let's go. And and now again, am I going to be a a little upset if, you know, after three years, there's a new five-year plan? I've had friends that are famous for saying that in the NFL that says every three years, there's a new five-year plan. Now, I think the pressure is going to be on Morris a little more because Arthur Smith, even though he's gone, he got kind of a bad rap because he did come into probably one of the worst rebuilds and the worst cap situations the NFL's ever seen. I mean, it was brutal. But now they they, they freed up some money. They got a new defensive coordinator and just 7-10, and 7-10, and 7-10. You didn't improve. He just didn't get it done, and they got it wrong with Ritter. And they've got to get it right. I don't know what they do with Ritter. He's on a rookie contract. If if they get rid of Heineke, which they probably will, 
which I still think he's a serviceable backup. But if they do that, I think that frees up like $7 million in cap money. So, again, I'm excited. There's going to be a lot going on with the Atlanta Falcons over the coming weeks. You know, they've got to get staffed up, and they've got to go find a quarterback. So, you know, hey, man, keep following me. Keep jumping on the live stream with me. I'm still working on when I'm actually going to uh, be on. I knew I had to get on tonight, though, uh, as I was working my other uh, job. I do IT during the day. I, I work at Publix at night. But how Twitter was going crazy and the fact we uh, got our man today, I said, I got to get on and do something and get a podcast out, which these that you see now will be out on uh, Believe in their platform uh, Almost instantly, because I actually remember to turn on the uh, recording software I use. If I don't, I have to wait for YouTube to do their thing. And sometimes it takes 24 hours before I can download it then put it in podcast form. But this will be out instantly, and it's everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. So if you see this, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, keep coming back. Because, again, I'm just trying to get this little uh, show off the ground. Uh, it's going to be a lot more exciting stuff uh, coming from Believe in Atlanta Sports. Graphics, music, all the fun stuff. I'm having to teach myself and learn that. But keep tuning in because I, I want you guys to get on the live streams with me. I know they're going to be Sundays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. I'm just not sure what time. But, hey, go find us. Go like us. Tell your friends. I, I want to get some dialogue going here. I want to get on these live streams and see a comment and, and, and see what you have to say about Atlanta sports because you all know what I have to say, and it's this. Just be positive because I don't think – in my opinion, and again, it's an opinion, I think Atlanta is one of the most divided fan bases in all of sports. In all of sports. And I've said this on my one of my first episodes when we were kind of doing the, not really a rebrand, but revamping the show, shorter, tighter episodes, more episodes, more content, better content, is, man, it's all about love, man. We're, we're, we're all in the same boat. We're Falcons fans. And yes, it's been frustrating. Yes, it's tough sometimes. But you keep rowing. You keep pushing forward. You, you just keep it in between the lines. You keep going down the road, thick and thin, no matter what. And I fully expect, as long as they get it right, that Raheem Morris is going to be successful here. And I really hope he he stays for a long time. I, I, I'm looking for that. I think Mike Smith is the longest tenured uh, Falcons head coach that we've ever had. Um, so – that's what I want is somebody to stick around for a while because we've been through a, a lot <laughs> lately. Uh, you know, we had the Mike Smith there, then we had the Dan Quinn there, and now we've had the Arthur Smith there. So it's time to to get somebody in here and, and get it right. And, you know, and you just have to trust them to do their jobs because we can't do their jobs for them. And it's not for us to do anyway. We're fans. We're, we're to, it's for us to be entertained. And this this is what should be fun. That's the only thing, that's the only gripe about, I have about some of you Atlanta fans. And it's just not just the Falcons, it's the Hawks, it's the Braves, it's everything. Is you kind of take the fun out of it because you get so mad and you get so worked up. And I just don't understand because guess what? The Falcons didn't call you and ask who, who we should hire. They didn't ring your phone or hit you up on social media and say, hey, Dave, what do you think we should do? No, they make moves. And either you roll with it and, and yeah, sure. You can go, nah, I don't know, but to just go on social media and just go on a rant and a tirade and just rip everybody a new one and, and just say it was the worst move ever. Hey, maybe I'll show up at your job tomorrow and just put you under a microscope and everything you do, I'll just, you know, just rip on you and, and criticize you and, and tell you that you're no good at it. And, and, you know, I just don't like that. It just doesn't sit well with me. We just can't even give the guy a chance. 
the Falcons are giving him a chance. So if the Falcons are going to give him a chance, I'm going to give him a chance. And hey, guess what, guys? If it doesn't work out, sure, you can come on, you can go on social media and say, I told you so. I told you so. I told you Morris wasn't the guy. But right now, it's just your opinion. And everybody knows opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one and they all stink. So zip your lips, buckle up, and let's see where this ride takes us. Because that's all we can do. You know, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's already spinning up a, a Fire Raheem Morris website because Atlanta's so quick to uh, just jump jump off the ship when things aren't going their way. And, and sometimes you just got to stick with it. That's the message I'm trying to send. Now, I hope they stick with Raheem longer than three seasons. Um, I really do. And again, I, I think he'll be around for a long time. I think it's a good hire by the Falcons. And, you know... Again, I don't know why everybody actually thought the Harbaugh to Atlanta thing was real. That was never real. So just get that out of your minds. Don't don't be bitter and angry about that. He was never, never, ever coming here. That was never going to be a thing. So, and I'm and I'm glad you know Belichick. Yeah, he's the greatest coach of all time. He had the greatest quarterback of all time. I, I hate admitting that. Well, actually, I don't think he is. I think there's someone better. Uh, I, I get it. Brady has the hardware, but I think there was a better quarterback in that era. And uh, we'll get into that another time, though. But, you know, Belichick still knows X's and O's. But like I said, he's set, guy's 71 years old. Do you really think he could relate to the Falcons' locker room? That's the question I would ask. Do you really think a 71-year-old man can co- come into Atlanta and relate to this town, relate to the fan base, and relate to that locker room? I don't think so. I don't think he could have done it. Uh, I think, yeah, of course, you know, when you look at how frustrated we are as Falcons fans that, I think it just would have been a short-term lease. It, it wouldn't have been something long-term because at 71, it, is how much longer is Belichick going to coach? How much competitive fire does he have? I mean, you know, w- once a competitor, always a competitor, I say. It just, you know, kind of varies, you know, as you get older. Like, how, how much is winning important to him? Guy's got six rings. How important is it for him to get a seventh? Is it important? These are questions you have to ask when thinking about coaching hires. And I, like I, I've said it a couple of times during this podcast or this live stream, whatever you want to call it, I really do think Raheem Morris, now that he's gotten the job and, and even interviewing, was on a mission. He wants to bring Atlanta back front and center, get them back to the top of the mountain. And yeah, I want a Super Bowl just like you do. I want, and I want it yesterday. But hey, you know what? I think, I don't think it's next year. 25 or 26, the Super Bowl is coming back to Atlanta. How awesome would that be for to Raheem Morris to get this team in shape? Because we're not too far out, I promise you. I honestly think we're one, maybe two pieces on defense away and a quarterback. That's it. For me, that's it. And we're good. So, again, we've just got to trust the process. We've got to trust Raheem. We've got to trust Terry. Draft day is going to be interesting. I really hope they don't take that eight pick and trade for Fields or do something silly like that. I just don't think he's the guy here. I know he's a local boy. He's from Harrison High School, which is right down the road here. I just don't think he's the guy. I think the way to go, and again, I think this is an opinion. I think the way to go is to get a veteran QB and take somebody in the draft. Who that is, who knows? I I, I can't tell you who I'd want. I can't tell you who I'd like. Uh, because like I said earlier, I think it's so hard today to 
pick quarterbacks out of college. You just can't ever tell uh, how how good they're like. Again, like I said, Brock Purdy, 262nd pick. Would you have guessed? I don't know that anybody, you know, the casual fan or even even the serious fan, I don't know that anybody had that guy being a successful NFL quarterback. I can't tell you if anybody uh, picked that one, if you're not Mel Kuyper or somebody that really knows football. So, again, Atlanta fans, I'm on a run now because it's late and I've got to work in the morning, plus I want to watch Griselda on Netflix that is a, I think that's going to be a really good show. But the only thing I want to tell you, Atlanta fans, is please, please be patient. Give Raheem a chance. Let, let's see who he hires. Let's get behind him. And let's be positive, Atlanta. We're all on the same page here. We're all, the, we're all Falcons fans. Let's be a united front. You'd be surprised how much farther you get when you're, when you're united under one flag and you're positive. So let's be positive because... Whether you like it or whether you don't, Raheem Morris is the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, so get excited. Get excited. We've got the whole rest of the year to get ready and get amped up and, and, and get his staff together and find our quarterback and get back to playing winning football, and I can't stress that enough, Atlanta. Let's, let's let the expectation be for this upcoming season. Let's just get Let's finish with a winning record. Let's not even think about NFC South right now. Let's not even think about playoffs. Let's just finish better this year than we had the last three years under Arthur Smith. And with that, Atlanta, we love you. We need you. Y'all stay safe out there. I'd stay, stay warm, but you don't have to tonight. It's like 64 degrees. But again, Atlanta, uh, you know, like us, subscribe. We're at Believe in ATL 66 on Twitter. We are BelieveATL66 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'm looking for hosts. I need a co-host. I need uh, some guests to come on. Sorry for shaking the camera there. But again, Atlanta, we love you. We need you. You guys take care out there. Have a good night. We'll see you next time.